unpacking the many crises that shape who we are and what we believe in. This is Identity Crisis Collective with Chloe and Jake. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to, for now anyway, the final episode, final full episode of the Identity Crisis Collective podcast. And we're, we're ending it on a very similar note to how we started it, which mm-hmm. I'll probably suggest is going to be 25, 30, 35, maybe more minutes of me being sceptical about something that Chloe <laughs> has brought up. Always, always. So we're looking at human design this week. And I mean, all the research that I've done has been... Uh, how do I put this? Again, cynical is probably the word. <laughs> and Chloe has been taking my charts as she does. And mm-hmm. do, do you like what you see? Is it is what you see good? I, I don't know because I have... I, this is the thing, right? When you do an, an astrology birth chart, it's very easy to interpret certain things from that. Right? Yeah, yeah. The thing is with human design, and we'll talk about sort of why it is the way it is, it's... Basically, just lots of numbers and things, and mm-hmm. I don't understand what any of it means. <laughs> I don't really understand what any of it means either. I have like very, very limited amount of information on this, mostly from what I know from TikTok. So, shout out to Nadia Quinn44 on TikTok for giving me all of the information that I could possibly ever need to know about human design. Um, yeah, I don't really know anything. Uh, like, it's going to be, if anyone listens to this and knows anything about human design, they're going to be like, this girl is dumb, dude. <laughs> the thing is, is it's like, yeah, there's a lot of reading material. And oh, I don't, so much. Like, when we say, like, um, when Chloe says, you know, we don't know everything, we don't because there's so much material. Yeah. And like any... Any new age idea or any new anything that's on the fringe, there's lots of material by different people, and in many cases, they completely contradict each other. Um, and there's things about human design that contradicts itself, right? So, uh-huh. there's a lot to get through, and so this is a very, 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 very surface level look. Oh, absolutely. I think realistically, we should probably get started with my info first on what I have on you and me based on our things because our our body graphs because i'm gonna almost guarantee that you're gonna be like this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard and you're gonna come in with all these facts at the end of like scam artists (laughs) spoiler alert big spoiler Um, (laughs) alert at the end of this podcast i'll tell you that but I think I'll, I'm just going to, like, hop right into it, I suppose. Yeah, go for it. I, I did a body graph uh, against my will. and <laughs> I held I'm a gun curious, to it. <laughs> look, I'm curious to see what it says because I, I, I already have, have an opinion and from reading now I have an opinion. I, this is not something I knew anything about, by the way. Yeah. Um, so I'm coming into it actually, like, from a, a place of being slightly open because it's a new idea, but then did my body graph and then have done a lot more reading and I'm now so far closed off that I don't <laughs> think I can change my mind. Unlike astrology yeah. where I was kind of on the fence, whereas here yeah. I'm like, this is this is Dodgeville. And <laughs> it is a little bit Dodgeville. <laughs> I want you to take me down the path to Dodgeville though. Okay, amazing. I'm ready to go down that path with you. <laughs> I first got interested in human design because I think that I may possibly be going through a spiritual awakening and apparently going through spiritual awakenings like suck like really bad and my sister was like telling me her details of her spiritual awakening and I was like wow that really sucks and that's what it feels like I'm going through right now which might 
be dumb for people who are not spiritual because I'm also not really that spiritual either, but I'm kind of like going through this stuff. Anyways, so that's how I found my little heart pumping for human design. And that's kind of like the whole thing about human design is it's about things that light fires for you. And this lit a fire for me. And I was like, oh my God, everything's coming together all at once. I suppose I'll start with our body graphs and what they look like. So body graphs have different shapes. Like it's like a human body and then it has all these different shapes that represent different areas. So there's the head center, the anya center. Someone's going to tell me that that's horribly offensive. The throat center, the G center, the heart center, solar plexus center, sacral center, root center, and spleen center. They can be defined, which means that they're colored in, or they can be empty, which is undefined. And if they're empty or they're just colored white, that means that those are areas where you take inspiration from the outside world. Whereas if they're defined, it means that you like you're just like that. And that is how you are and that's how you always were and always will be. Jason has a very similar, except that he has an open or undefined head center, Aina center or Anya center and heart center. And my undefined are only my head center and my Anya center. So we have like, that's all pretty similar. We also are both generators, but Jake is a manifesting generator, which I couldn't find a ton of information about because I don't really know what I'm doing. But yeah. I know that generators are here to respond. So that's about 70% of the population are generators. And we're on this earth. We're not the creative thinkers. We're not the, you know, start a new business type. We're the people who are here to do the jobs for other people. Because so, realistically, not everyone can can start a business, you know? Like there's a few, um, like a small amount of people that have that drive and have that energy. So... I'm a manifesting generator, so I'm still uh-huh. a generator. So maybe I manifest my own destiny or something along those lines. Yeah. But I'm I'm not I'm not in charge. Is that the is that what this is telling Yeah, me? well the manifesting generator is a little different only because the manifesting generator has the ability to initiate, which regular generators do not. Manifesting generators are able to give creative thought and have creative ideas and they kind of jump between ideas all the time because they have that ability to initiate initiate things initiate actions Uh, initiate ideas but regular generators don't have that ability i am i am destined for middle management that's exactly right. I'm you ain't for, never gonna be a CEO. <laughs> never gonna be CEO. Never gonna be in charge. But I am des- I'm perfect for middle management, having ideas, absolutely. taking other people's ideas. That is that. That's perfect. Um, it's absolutely. I'm perfect. on board now. This is this is the shortest episode <laughs> of the podcast ever. He's suddenly he's not skeptical anymore. <laughs> I so, so I I'm sort of I I think it's because I still really don't understand, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, me either. <laughs> it's the fact that we're so similar, and we are very similar people in many ways, but we're also we are. very, we're polar opposites in a lot of areas. And that's very true. That comes across in astrology. If you do a, um, you do a birth chart, you know, you do all that, it's very, you can tell, like, it makes those differences very clear. And it's not necessarily because there's an astrological difference, but 
like you can you can see whether there are clear delineations between us, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Sounds like we're very similar. Um, we are. I've also got in front of me, it says not self theme because it talks about the uh-huh. self and the not self and I don't quite understand that either. But it says frustration and uh-huh. I'm kind of frustrated at the fact that that's accurate. <laughs> but yeah. I, also, yeah, I also wonder how like, yeah, in... Is that just telling me what I want to hear? Is that telling well, me that? Well, that is, that's like not a super specific thing. If you want to look at more specific to you, not self keynotes, which is down at the bottom, um, that's more specific to you. But the not self theme and the signature are specifically related to your type. So you're a manifesting generator, I'm a generator, and we have the same signature and the same not self theme. Okay, so not self in this context. Uh, it's a term applied to any human being making decisions based on the authority of mind. I still don't understand what that means. Um, <laughs> <I> don't really... <laughs> but I'll interpret it to mean that. So my, my keynotes, for reference, feeling unworthy and undervalued, pretending to be certain, thinking about things that don't matter. Oh, no, that's me. That's me to a T. But I own yeah. that. Just because I don't <laughs> yeah. want it to be true. And just because like this system is heavily based around... Oh, you can be like, I'm deliberately oversimplifying, but basically you can, if you just understand your flaws, then you can just be different, right? You can can learn from from this sort of thing. And I'm happy to own pretending to be certain because you work in an environment like I think most workplaces and, and most parts of your life where you kind of have to make decisions that you don't really know the answers to. Hell, we're doing a podcast about a topic that we're not experts on, right? Literally. And so we're making, <laughs> we're making comments and we're pretending to be certain about lots of different things. And that is, maybe that's not ideal, but it's part of the human experience. And I think we kind of should own that. So I don't think that that's a, I'm happy to own that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feeling, think- feeling unworthy and undervalued, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, because I'm a Capricorn, which is a, a problem. Because um, I'm me, though. That's my life. That's, yeah, that's not, 100%. None of, none of that is insightful, per se. No, I think that. So, in terms of that, is what it is, is that this is you. So, obviously, it says not self, but this is things that you do or you will have a natural instinct to do. But if you don't do it or if you try to actively avoid doing these things you will just feel better like you'll like you know a a lot of this connects to like sickness of the mind and sickness physically as well so it's like if if you do these things you know your stomach ache will go away you know kind of stuff it's a way that that pain and sadness and frustration it's the way that it like manifests itself in your body those kinds of things will go away. And it's also connected to the centers as well. So whatever center that problem is rooted in is where you might feel pain or you might feel sickness or something like that. Yeah, okay. And you can see there just like that that comes out of a number of Southeast Asian um, theologies and ideas, that, that sort of self yeah. and non-self thing. And yeah. you can see where this borrows from, and, and to give it a couple of examples, it borrows from Chinese, Jewish, Indian literature. It borrows from astrology. There's references yeah, to no, Mars and, and uh-huh. um, different planets all throughout your body graph. Um, I feel like I keep going to say body chart, which is wrong. I keep going to say that as well. <laughs> I also just kind of, I know that we're, we're deep into this, but I kind of want to just, 
give that overview of how we got to this point. Um, so human design was designed. Wow. Um, wow. Although he claims it wasn't designed. So, he, But it was designed by a, a gentleman called Alan Robert Krakauer. He published a book on it in 1992 under the pseudonym Ra Uruhu. Uh, he's a Canadian dude, basically as a businessman uh, working in, ironically enough, working in like magazine publishing. Well, it's not too far from what I do. <laughs> uh, had his own uh, advertising agency. He had this um, awakening that happened over eight days and nights when he was in Ibiza. Um, you can draw your own conclusions as to what that means. <laughs> and the, the number eight, like it does in, again, a lot of Southeast Asian um, thoughts and, and, and religions and so on, the number eight comes up quite a lot. Um, there's something about the... And I had to pull this back up. The design date is 88 days before you were born. So there's lots of um, callbacks, if you will. That's callbacks. It's blatantly stealing ideas from different yes, um, schools of yeah. thought and and sort of pushing this new thing. Um, the, my my favorite, and I, again, I don't want to. I I want to be skeptical, but I don't want to come in as like really dismissive. But my favorite bit is that I did some reading, and apparently there's this there's this nine centered being that's a transitional form. And that a further mutation will begin to appear in the population in 2027. Get hype. Look out we're, for only, it. we're just over five <laughs> years away. The emergence of a new species called the rave. Now, if all of this is true, and I'm not saying it isn't, but if all of this is true, I'm, I'm saying it isn't. If this is true, <laughs> oh my God, this is fantastic, right? This is going to be, we're going to have so much fun in 2027. The rave? Hello? <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then it's called the rave and what was happening in the 90s in Ibiza, right? This is the start mm-hmm. of, I'm not suggesting anyone did anything improper. All I'm saying is time and a place. <laughs> All we're saying is ecstasy. <laughs> And lots of it. <laughs> oh, he could or he couldn't have. I, I'm, I'm not saying an individual person did something or didn't do something that no, may or may not have been legal. <laughs> I'm saying that around that time, they're just coincidentally in that location happened to yeah. be a particular culture around party drugs. <laughs> very, and very it's called true. the rave. I mean, come. I on. mean, I mean, let's let's again. Be it's real the frustration of the not self coming out. Uh, yeah, again. really. <laughs> So I'll move on next, I suppose, to our profiles. Now, this was the thing when I was doing research, I was like, oh, ow, that hit me right in the heart and it hurt a lot and you didn't have to do me like that. So I'll start with Jake's first because mine, I was very emotional, like almost crying just reading it because I was like, ow, why? So he is the hermit opportunist. That's his profile. And that basically means that he has an innate natural talent that might not be clear to him yet, or it might have presented itself at some point during his life. But when they become aware of it, or when Jake would become aware of it, it can make him a visionary. Like he, like that, that talent will be it for him, you know, and that, that will carry him through the rest of his life. And that's, what his his passion and that kind of thing will be. So stick around again until twenty twenty seven. We'll see whether out. I found <laughs> whether I found your like innate passion. Yeah. Um. It also says leave them alone. It says he is a hermit. <laughs> Do not come to him with your problems. He doesn't want to talk to you. He has stuff going on. Leave him alone. And I agree. Leave him alone, please. 
Um, I'm sort of in two minds about that because I feel like on one level, I got annual leave booked in at the end of the week and leave me alone. On, <laughs> on the other hand, I'm, I'm I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from people and I develop relationships based yeah. on empathy and on you know sharing experiences with people. So I sort of gel with that a little bit, but more to the point, I could see how if you're in a position of uh, trying to understand yourself, something like that is actually quite motivational. It's a very nice thing to hear. Yeah. I'm sure that other people's profiles aren't like that, but that is in its, like, that's a very nice thing to hear. And if someone said that to me when I was feeling terrible about myself, I'd go, well, that's a nice thing. I wouldn't believe it, that's but that's nice. nice. Yeah. It's like the hermit thing is a bit um sort of just get you back down to to, to ground. Like <laughs> you, know, you can do great just things as soon right as you work down. out what it is, but also I'm gonna leave you alone now because you're a loser. Um You're a loser. My words very not true, yes, don't true. worry. I'm not I'm not suggesting <laughs> Yeah, not suggesting that I mean when I'm in Ibiza, That people are mean to you. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Oh god. Um okay. My profile is the heretic investigator which already sounds like me like just those two words i'm like yeah okay i feel that so it says that my purpose in life can only be fulfilled by having other people around like my purpose is around other people which we'll get into as well when i talk about our incarnation crosses which is basically your purpose for living um when we get into that it'll go into more detail but (laughs) this is the part that made me really sad and i was like oh no this is exactly who i am it says people project what they want onto me and they so they see me as as the best thing that they could possibly have the best girlfriend the best friend the best I don't know, doctor, if I was a doctor, you know, like they see me as (laughs) podcast co-host, they see me as the best of the best. But as soon as I make one mistake, that pedestal is completely shattered and it's gone and it's done. And it takes, it takes time to be able to build up that pedestal again. And that is very true for me. And it makes me but, not love myself a lot. <laughs> yeah, okay. And that's... I don't want to dismiss that in itself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. When when you say pedestal, is that someone putting you on a pedestal and they then have... You have to basically work hard to rebuild that idea again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's not like it's your own... Inter- like you no, put it's not like I'm putting... No, no, no. Which, it's someone else. Which both can be true at the same time, right? So there's yeah, a, absolutely. That in itself is... It's quite interesting. And that I can see how that relates to you. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah. That, but, I mean, But yeah. that also <laughs> doesn't mean that's an innate thing. That can be the people well, that yeah, you have exactly. surrounded yourself with or you've been brought into this world around, right? So... I don't. I wouldn't suggest necessarily that that is something that you've got a predisposition towards, or yeah. That said, the bit about you being a heretic, hundred percent true, because what we're talking mm-hmm. about now is like, by definition, is practically hearsay. So, yeah. <laughs> um, religious hearsay. So, like, yeah, totally get that bit. I don't know. It's it's interesting in the same way that I think again, like with astrology, we're we're kind of just we're talking about very. Things that apply to lots of people. I could very much make the same argument that people put yeah. me on a pedestal. I don't think yeah. the, the crashing down bit, like you say, happens very much. But 
anytime someone talks about me and you know that I'm a, a great partner or a great employee or whatever it might be, I I I, I feel like I'm. Not necessarily I'm being put on a pedestal, I don't think consciously, but it's like I don't see that. I don't Yeah. I don't think I need to be that though. But like I don't want to be the best partner I could be, don't get me wrong. But it's like I don't think mm-hmm. I'm the world's greatest human being, but that's fine. I don't have that expectation on myself. Yeah. But then it's like everyone around me says really good things. It's like but am I actually a good person? I don't know. Mm, who knows? I think you are yeah. if you want me to just Chuff you up a little bit. You did, look, you did it last week person. by saying I look good with tattoos, and that was like, I was like, oh, good, I can. Um, sort yeah. of, I've got, I've got something to offer the human race. <laughs> the possibility of uh, me having a tat sleeve. No, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, and I yeah, I kind of feel like we're sort of in the Barnum effect territory again when it comes to yeah. But I, but also, what's different with this is you're giving a lot less information. Like you're just going like, here's when I'm born. Yeah, yeah. Here's where I was born, and that's just a time zone thing, and that's it. And it's like, really, is that you can you can work out based on where and when I was born all of this information? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's also like it's, and I, I mean it's the same thing with astrology as well, and also like yoga. Like a lot of these things are very in intertwined with yoga as well, and a lot of those things are just not Western things that have become westernized so to like to shit on it completely would be to basically say that all of these religions are absolute bs and and even though we have no understanding of it outside of our dumb western culture so i think that there's i think that there's lots of things that could be said for like you said because it's this specifically is has been taken has taken from so many different ideologies like there's so many things that you could say like yeah absolutely you can look into the stars and you can decide that this person is going to be put on a pedestal by other people you know like obviously that's not innately in me but it's innately in the i suppose the effect that i have on other people maybe yeah and i i then think it's important when you look at this to have that in mind and then separate that from uh, this as a system. And I know that it's called yeah. the human design system. That was the book that um, Alan wrote. And yet it has turned into a money-making exercise for groups of people, right? And yeah. look, anything like this is always going to be used and misused. But there is a subreddit for human design. I think it's a fascinating subreddit. I went in very cynical and I've seen some some things that back that cynicism up, but I've seen some really nice examples of humanity in there. There is also here a table that someone has put together of human design reports that you can purchase. So the cheapest, uh, there's some free ones, of course, but of the ones that you have to pay for, uh, starting at $9.97 for 10 to 12 pages worth, all the way up to a companionship chart analysis written presentation, mm-hmm. uh, which is marked as video, which is a bit weird, but anyway, 497 US dollars. $497, right? So I can see, and I and I did some deep diving and, and, and people on Quora, which I'm not saying is a primary resource by any means, but we're talking about how they personally spent tens of thousands of dollars before realizing that this idea is 
not all that's cracked up to be, but that's fine because it's just an idea. Except they were in an environment where they were questioning things because they were re- they had fallen into with a group of people that was basically a cult, right? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where an idea is an idea. An idea has it in and of itself only has so much good and so much bad if it's just an idea, right? It's when mm-hmm. it's being used to manipulate people or used to make yeah. money out of people. Oh yeah. Like most ideas, we live in a capitalist economy, so mm-hmm. most things are used to make it's money out of people. Yucky. But, but when, when, it, when, it, when you on like a, a spirituality level, I think it's really it's much harder to justify. You're not selling a product; mm-hmm. you're selling self improvement. You're selling yeah. an alternative. You're selling a lifestyle. And then if you do that, you have got people who are vulnerable, and you're going to make money off them. And it's it's grotty. It's really it grotty. It is grotty. And that but also is like distinct. I buy Maccas every day. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. But like that in itself is distinct from an idea and a belief system. Yeah. So as much as that's important, and we should call it out and I think is wrong, I don't dismiss the idea based solely off that. I don't go, this is all garbage based off of people taking it to make money out of it. Yeah. I then I go and say I have problems with it based on some of the material that we've already been well, discussing. Well, yeah, of in course. The same, in the same vein with astrology. Like, there are people who do it with astrology. There are people who do it with, I think, with every everything. Abrahamic religion. It, yeah. It's not, you know, it's not limited to New Age stuff. New Age stuff gets a bit of a bad rap, but by and large, there are people who will take advantage of people no matter what. And if this is just a well-constructed system for them to use in order to sell something to people or sell an alternative, a lifestyle again, then that that's going to happen one way or the other. There was no real yeah. point to that ramble. I just wanted to, <laughs> I just feel like we, like we, I kind of have a, a sort of need to just justify talking about these things. And when there's that nagging yeah. voice in my head that goes, you know, this is all garbage, right? And I don't, I know that there are people who take it in that direction, but I don't think inherently there's something wrong with this in and of itself. Uh, yeah. There is also belief that um, Alan Robert Krakauer may have borrowed or stolen some of, if not all of the concepts, <laughs> but I can't find enough material to make a judgment call either way, but it is talked yeah. about online. Um, we'll chuck some links as well in the show notes if you're interested because there's a lot Absolutely. of reading. There is a lot of reading. I'm going to get into next the arrows, which if anyone doesn't know what a body graph is and like isn't directly looking at one, is going to not make physical eye sense i know this is a podcast please if you can obviously if you're driving don't do that but if you're like not (laughs) if it's not dangerous and or illegal to do so please pull out your phone please google uh hds body or human design body graph and just look at one yeah it would be very helpful what what i will do is describe it as the most confusing venn diagram slash uh, flow chart i've ever seen that it's not, exactly it's neither right. of those things, mind you, but that's what it solicits. That is, yeah, no, 100%. So there's four arrows and they all have different meanings and they face, depending on who you are, they can either face left or right. So the on Jake's chart, the top left arrow is facing to the right, which means that he passively digests life, which may sound very stupid, but... <laughs> It's, I mean, it basically just means that he shouldn't be strict on himself in any way, if that makes sense. Like, he is passive and he accepts the things that are coming into his life. You're like, this is absolutely not me. But the thing is about, 
<laughs> furthest from you. <laughs> a remote opposite. Like, but the thing you could is, not be more wrong. I know, but the thing is with human design, and that's this whole thing, is that it may not be you and it may not be innately in you, but it might make you feel better if you try it just one time. Like if you try not being so strict on yourself, you might actually like have fun. <laughs> yeah, but th- though I-, I feel like, and I'm this isn't having a go at you, but like I feel like those are two different ideas. Being strict on yourself, which is like probably shouldn't be strict on yourself as much yeah. as, as you are, which is valid and something I work on and like everything. But then mm-hmm. there's the idea of being passive in life. And no, I don't want to be passive. Well, yeah, I don't obviously. want to be a passive participant. I want to in I want life. To get, yeah, I wanted to get into all the good things, but also I want to process what's going on. I don't want to just accept things blindly. And uh, I just think like there's little things like that. I mean, that in itself is like totally not who I am right now. But there's little things like that. <laughs> that go, yeah, but I don't want to be that person, and I don't. Yeah, I don't see how that would benefit me. I don't see how taking I don't know, taking a step back, so to speak. I don't see how that's going to improve my life either. Maybe it would. Maybe, again, maybe I'm totally wrong. I mean, maybe wrong. it would. There exactly. is, I'm not close to the possibility that I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, well, yeah. the, main, the main takeaway for that one realistically is about, because it's about digestion and the whole thing of human design is that everything around you is relating to a, one of your centers, so right. this one is related to your digestion specifically. Obviously, you're, it says you're passively digesting life, but it also says that it's better for you to eat intuitively and not eat on a regular schedule, and that will make you feel better, which I'm the opposite of this. <laughs> I think it's Absolutely fat. not. A low fat phobia. Um, no, I'm the exact opposite of this, and I feel it very hard like very hard is that i have to eat on a regular schedule otherwise i literally will feel like my insides are ripping me out like i like cannot handle not eating at like designated time slots i mean i don't i don't have like i'm not regimented like that but i eat set meals and i feel like that's that's enough of a structure right yeah i don't think i need i don't well, I don't know whether this is what you meant, but like, I don't like, okay, right, six o'clock, it's dinner time. It's like, I know somewhere in that broad window when I'm going to have dinner. Yeah, no. I, I mean, but, of course. It's, but if life I mean, gets I suppose... in the way, sure. I mean, if I've got a thing on at six o'clock, I might have dinner slightly early or slightly later. Oh, look at me. <laughs> look Ooh. at me. Well, I, the way that I see this especially is that, so my boyfriend is also he digests life passively and he can like he can eat whenever he feels like it if that makes sense so like when we both wake up in the morning and a lot of people are not like this but I very much am if I as soon as I wake up in the morning I'm ravenous and I need to eat it does not matter if it's four o'clock in the morning like I am starving Whereas if he's had a big dinner the night before and like, you know, like he's just not really feeling it, he could wait until lunchtime and like he will feel totally fine. If I wait until lunchtime, my body is literally tearing me apart. Like I can't handle that. Uh, Breakfast is a scam and that is an episode for another season. Oh, that should have been this episode. Just us discussing breakfast. Breakfast is the most important thing in the world. Sign it up for next time. (laughs) It it absolutely isn't. Um, So, okay, so there's there's four arrows. So you've talked about one, right? Yeah. So the next one is, so we'll go down to the bottom left. So that's right underneath the 
top left. Wow, sure. crazy, crazy facts right there. Yeah, weird how they um, align that. <laughs> <laughs> so your one is facing the right, which mine is also facing the right. And that is very, very basically, you thrive when you mix things up. If you try to do the same thing all the time, your brain will not feel good. And girl, me too. Yeah, that... That is a a, a a no shit moment coming out of uh, <laughs> coming out of you right lockdown. now. Like, yeah, I think for everyone, mixing something up is good. I I can't see. Well, okay, I can see very limited circumstances, but like for most people, that's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, surely doing the same thing day in day out is going to be monotonous. You're not going to thrive. Some people work some really people well. Some people are like that. Root, there's a difference, I think, though, between routine and monotony. And sometimes yeah. it's difficult to differentiate the two and it's hard to create clear boundaries and so on. But there is a very clear difference between I'm, doing this, I'm working from nine to five every day or I'm doing the exact same tasks every single day and basically going, kill me now, right? So yeah, but some people just do it. Like they just go to their job most and they people feel do good. It because and they, they don't fine. have a choice, right? So yeah. That, you know, yeah I mean, and obviously. I feel like this is a shortcoming of this, but it's a shortcoming of any of the spirituality things like this is it's like that's not an answer yeah right? that's or maybe it's a maybe it's a direction but you still have to put in the hard yards whether it's right 100%. or wrong to actually adapt yeah. to this and uh, it's not easy you're in it if you're in a, a job that you hate but you can't get out of it because it pays the bills and you like those these are real situations we're talking about right there's a real lives it's very it can be hard and other times it can be really easy if you just take the minimalist approach and go, well, I'll shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Might fix the underlying problem, but maybe it'll take the edge <laughs> off. So yeah. they're, like, they're still learning from this, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of, a, um, it's kind of a no shit factor, to be honest. Well, if anything, I feel like this whole thing just like makes you look inward on yourself and be like, okay, what am I actually doing that's not helpful to me? Because there's a lot of stuff that I do that is not helpful to me at all. And, you know, even things like thinking about things that don't matter. I do that all the time. And it actually really, really hurts me. And it's really, really bad. And it's something that just seeing that written out in front of me, I'm like, yeah, no, I need to not do that because it, like, sucks, (laughs) like, really bad. (laughs) Your top right arrow is facing the right, which means, and you will agree with this, you see the beauty in the nuances of life as opposed to taking things at face value and just caring for the facts and things like that. Even though you are like, you're a very facts based person, but you really don't Ooh. care. <laughs> like, like you care about, okay, there's the facts and what, what's the meaning behind the facts? Yeah. You but, see but that, deep, the meaning say, in things. That is nuance. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's pretty true. That's pretty fair. I think Yeah. I would argue that's probably fair for maybe half, but like a good chunk of people. So, well, for sure. Well, mine is the opposite of that, which I'm taking this as well as meaning that maybe I should stop trying to find nuances as much as I do because I have a tendency uh... to often give bad people the benefit of the doubt and things like that and always look for a deeper meaning behind things. But sometimes you just need to take things at face value because when you look too hard, like, it hurts. Like I just said, when I think about things that don't matter, like I get hurt and I do that a lot. I look very deeply and finding deeper meaning behind things, but it's just like, you know, 
it is what it is. That's what my little chart is telling me I need to do. And maybe I do, you know. It'll be very interesting to see if we take anything out of this episode and then revisit it in, say, 12 months' time. I think we should do that. That's true. That Okay. All right. Episode idea. Nice. We should have all of these. Okay. All right. We're (laughs) we're getting places. (laughs) All right. So your bottom right is the same as mine, and that is right facing. You're going to hate every second of this. Well, well, right facing again. Wow. No, yeah. Yours is all right facing, which is very intriguing to me. So... You're going to hate every second of this because it's about manifesting and you're going to be like, I literally would rather be dead. But what it basically says is that both of us should not that you're going to take any of this advice because I can't imagine you manifesting everything, anything ever, but we should manifest generally as opposed to specifically and accept that what what is i know i know jake i know okay it's about accepting that what the universe has laid out for us is what is meant to be okay okay jake did we get through that one so i broadly agree though exactly but I i don't i don't actually live that life but like yeah broadly i agree um yeah I mean, I think it will, if you were to try it, I think that it would work for you because my sister's the same and she's been trying to manifest specifically and absolutely none of it has been coming true. And I'm like, why don't you try to just be like, I want a new job as opposed to being like, I want a new job in the exact field that I, you know, want to work in for the rest of my life and I want to be making six figures and blah, blah, blah. I manifested happiness. I'm just kidding. I tried to manifest happiness (laughs) and I am depressed. Oh, no. Well, yeah. Let's talk about... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like me like trying to get away I'm like oh that's really sad I have to be uncomfortable <laughs> I need to leave <laughs> um so there's just two more two more little things that well one of them's a big thing but one little thing that I want to talk about is that we do not have any connecting channels so there's little Sorry, gate this, things it's just so badly worded not you it's, it's not you uh, it's just, yeah it's oh the whole goodness. shebang yeah okay connecting but channels there's there's gates and if uh, like it, it just i'm not even going to try to describe it of what it would look like because it doesn't make really any sense anyways but there's like two little gates and if one person's chart connects to a gate on the other person's chart it makes a channel and we have zero which means we do absolutely nothing for each other we do not help each other in any way. We are not oh, allowing each other to grow or be better people. That is not how I interpreted what you said. No. It's like zero. <laughs> well, very true. There's, there's absolutely zero, there's nothing zero going on here at all. Yeah. But also we don't, we just don't complete each other, which is really what you want out of a business partner, realistically. <laughs> But we do, we just do nothing. We don't help each other at all. We just, we are who we are. It's <laughs> a great podcast pairing. It's two people who couldn't fucking stand each other. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let alone sit in the same room. Why do, you, why do you think we're still recording this remotely? We can go, we can, we can go hang out in person. We, can, we don't. We, we don't. We never will. Uh, also because I'm laying on my couch in a dressing gown right now. And like, why would I want to do anything else? <laughs> 
I, f- I feel so. so. Maybe if we had connecting channels, you'd be able to. We'd be able to both be on a couch with a <laughs> recording a podcast. The last very big shebang of the whole thing, which is honestly the most intriguing and interesting part of all of this to me, is our incarnation crosses, which is basically our purpose in life, which is really deep to hear and find out. And obviously, if you're invested, if you're not invested, that means a whole other thing. But um it's very interesting to me because i do on some level like i said i'm going through a spiritual awakening i don't really know what i believe all the time but i kind of sort of ish believe in reincarnation ish kind of i don't know and um that's the whole incarnation cross that's like what your purpose is right so jake's purpose is apparently his energy of his life that he brings to other people is get your shit together (laughs) he is here on this earth to correct things and make life better for himself and for others. Oh, that's nice. It's nice, right? Mine is not nice. Yours is very nice. I'm very glad for you. It does say, however, to work on your delivery because you can come off as very judgmental and very rude and you have to make sure that the correction that you're trying to make is warranted and is invited by the other person because... You know, you can't just going around being like, your life sucks and you need to get it together, you know? You just can't do that. So try not to. (laughs) My incarnation cross does make me very sad, but also I recognize it within myself and also understanding that I don't 100% fully believe in all of this business. So it doesn't make me that sad. But my purpose is that I am on this earth to bring about change, which in some ways is incredible because I am an activist and I I want to bring about change. I want things to get better and I'm always looking to improve myself and others. But the issue with that is that people come into my life or I come into people's lives in a time of change. So that means that I am constantly changing. I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly becoming a new different person. But it means that the people that come into my life may not stay for very long, no matter how much I want them to. Yeah. And it means that I'm there to help them evolve and I'm there to help them become other or better people. But it may mean that they kind of chuck me chuck me in the bin once they're done with me, which definitely wow. happens. So wow. that one was Quite. another just a stab in the gut for Chloe. <laughs> Talk, talk about um, quite literally objectifying yourself right then. Just amazing, yeah. amazing skill. <laughs> just an incredible job. To just reduce of... yourself to that. I, yeah. I'm in awe. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Um, Thank we've you come a so long much. way over the last 12 episodes. <laughs> just me hating myself. The first episode started with me loving myself very much, but this one ended with me being like, oh, you know. I'm sad. <laughs> Love and hate are two sides of the same coin. Um, my takeaway is that I still don't really understand this. There are some, there are some <laughs> teachings that might be useful that I can maybe take away from it um, and that I shouldn't put Chloe on a pedestal. Thank you. I mean, I don't think that that's what has been happening here. I think, if anything, I've been putting you on a pedestal because you do literally all of the work for this podcast and I sit here in my dressing gown on my couch and do absolutely nothing. Good. I just, want, I just wanted all you this to research. admit it. That's all I wanted. There's Realistically, you wanted you to put yourself on a pedestal. Absolutely. Um, my takeaway 
is that Western society and culture just like ruins things like all the time. And it would be really nice for me to actually do some research into what certain things mean in the culture in which they originated. And I'm a garbage person. <laughs> and if only we did all that research prior to starting this episode. I have been Jake. I've been Chloe. And we will see you sometime in the future. Thank you very much for joining us this season. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of the year and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.